0: Bonjour et bienvenue, uh, Evolving Hockey Podcast. I think my French gets worse every single time I try to speak French. But hello and welcome to the Evolving Hockey Podcast. My name is Sean, and I'm joined by the Evolving Wild Twins, Josh and Luke Youngren.
1: How Sean? I
0: didn't I didn't use my hands Yo, this time. With, no, you didn't. The, but uh,
1: you always manage to. I love it. We we like we have a little like chatter, you know, banter off, you know, before we start recording. And then Sean is always he does his prep work on like a little intro sometimes, and so this one it takes it me out because it us. has nothing to do with what we were talking about. We didn't, ha- you know, or like anything that we were that was going on. And Sean just like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna open in French this week, um, which is which is good. Was, but pro- was props props right, that. that was
0: spontaneous. Like I didn't even think about that. I oh was just wow, like, let's go with
1: it. Fluid French wow. speaker over here.
0: Wow. I I think like if anybody actually speaks French that listens to that like I don't even know if I came out correctly like that sounded like really rough French but
1: probably just with an extreme English accent did you
0: take what language did you take in like in school Spanish and I don't Uh, know a single lick of it now at this point yeah so did you take it in high school or no yeah so I stopped after sophomore year it was just like a lot of work in my opinion and I just (laughs) didn't want to do the homework. like You know, if you really want to do the language, like it's like going to end up being an hour of homework a night or hour and a half of homework a night. And I was like pretty good at it, but yeah, um, although my enunciation was probably never
1: good. I think that's the hardest thing is to get the accent right. I mean, we took Luke and I took German until what was it? Sophomore year, junior year? Yeah, same thing. We stopped after sophomore year. So it was funny because like German was our school offered. Our school was big, so it offered. But I don't know. Maybe most schools offer like um, our school offered Spanish, German, and French. Um, I think they might have added Chinese too um at some point but it was just German when we started in like I think it was 7th grade cuz we started yeah. Spanish in like 4th grade. Yeah, but anyway. 5th grade. Anyway, anyway I'm like you dog lo- Yeah. There's been a lot of hockey we don't need to talk about. Are our- we're, we're getting into the episode, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying we, you know, we don't need to <laughs> well, bore Luke's, our listeners Luke's all business with. Business. He's I'm like I'm straight to business, you know me. Yeah. I'm straight to business. And here. we were up in that- we were up early, Sean. We're, we're we were we've been uh, had a busy day today. We did. We, uh, we're at the, this is funny, I, I'm, we, we got up and we went and saw Her Majesty the Queen of Norway, Sonia, this morning. Uh, the Queen of Norway was at Minderkirchen, Minderkirchen, I can't get the pronunciation. It's one of two Norwegian Lutheran churches in the U.S. that does still Norwegian, all Norwegian services. And our mother asked us a couple of weeks ago, was like, the Queen of Norway is going to be here, do you want to you know save me a spot? So we got up and went to a church service with the Queen of Norway this morning. Um, so any of our Norwegian listeners, if you're out there, we, we saw your queen. Yeah, (laughs) she was there. I think she quote, she said that she had, she was going to say the same thing that she said in 1978 when she spoke in that church. So she had been there multiple times before that. And it was really rather silly, uh, her uh, speaking again, and quote, anyway. It doesn't matter, but we were up very early. Yeah, we were up very early this morning, and... uh, We're having more coffee. It's very early,
0: like, 8 a.m.?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, it was, like, 8.45. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, it it was (laughs) super early for us. If anyone doesn't know, Luke and I keep very late hours. Yes. Uh, I think Sean has made enough jabs at us on Twitter, if you follow him, that, like, if something happens and it's before noon... Like you know, there's there's well there's a, many people who will comment like what the true. hell are you guys doing up? Oh, we've talked about this before because we had Alice. I think when we talked about Allison in oh, Columbus, yeah. right? How we were we we presented super early, but um, uh yeah. So that was our day for day-to-day. most people that wouldn't be super early. No, but, I understand this. This is how we've yes. always been. So that was our day. We've, but it allows you know there were some data issues with the Vegas Seattle game last night, so it allowed me to catch those. Oh, what and, happened? Uh, oh, just the game didn't finalize. Like it didn't. It was stuck on the end of the second period until, like, one forty five. I saw so, like, there was
0: something weird. Like, so the app, so I thought it was just the app, but I think it was, like, a couple of games there was an issue last night with things, like, not properly updating. Like, I remember, so the Bruins game got over, and I'm, like, screwing around. I'm checking around what happened around the league, yada, yada. And, um, like, I noticed something like very few shots on – are many shots on goal end of first was like on the app, like between Columbus and St. Louis, I think played last night. And I was like, what in the world is happening here? And then, so I think this was just purely an app issue because then I went to the evolving dash hockey.com. Great and website. Went to the yeah. game yeah. page and found that it was after the second period. And I'm like, well, what is going on? Yeah. So the app was really funky last night. So, so I, it's I the way going it's, going it's,
1: it, it's funny because I mean, we have never really talked about the NHL's data sources, but like the way that they have it set up is like people may have, maybe we've talked about this, but so last night what happened basically was that the, so if you go on the NHL, NHL.com and you click on a game from the top on the game cast, it'll pull up and it'll have the play by play, right? It'll show all of the events and then it'll have a rank where, with where the coordinates, like where that event happened. So that information comes from one source and then the there's a separate events. I, we call them, I think most people in the stats community call them the HTML reports, which is what journalists, I think, are given at the games. Like, it'll be like the they roster sheet. Those
0: out now, I think. Oh, oh they, but I but they used to for a long time. They used time.
1: to, like, give hard copies
0: out, which I always found was like a waste. And then I think after covid they like most arenas have stopped doing that yeah so, like, so you'll
1: I, see i mean I, I, a lot of fans if you follow like beat writers on twitter will show like a, like a screenshot of like a piece of paper that's kind of like a a table that shows like the yeah, players it's a the white rosters. background really yeah. simple it has the two teams at the top with their logo and then it'll have the rosters right there's also like score sheets or like i think it's the game sheet the event summary too there's and... event summary so that is like the quote-unquote ancient source for data for the the modern nhl um, and that was fine. So that data source is very robust, at least historically. Now I'm going to knock on wood because it's a very old data source, and I hopefully it never breaks because <laughs> uh, that would be a problem. Anyway, but anyway, but- um, but anyway, so the NHL.com source for the shot location coordinates and whatnot, um. Which I believe it seemed like it feeds ESPN too, because uh, yeah, I'm not ESPN, sure ESPN for fantasy data, like the fantasy games hadn't been updated. Th- and for this, the biggest thing, Seattle this is the thing. This is the thing I was gonna say is that I was watching last night was the last night we are now hardcore fantasy users this week because we're in a very <laughs> competitive league with our friends. And mostly, I was very frustrated with my team last week, and I was hoping that you know that I, I think I had strand and Theodore and one other player who were playing late. And I saw I got a I got a notification that said that Theodore had scored, but my actual the app hadn't updated to reco- to like show that the- that I was getting points from that. And so there were clearly some it's very this is the thing. It's early season. There's clearly like this happens yeah, like it seems a- like every other year there's like one or there's something that is a little bit um off and it's but it was just a little bit like Luke was very frustrated last night <laughs> because he couldn't get all I right. had to wait a little bit uh, for some things to update, but they 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 figured it out at least from what I could see from all their checks and, and stuff. But a- otherwise, and, everything seems yeah, everything seems. I mean, we there's been really you know again knock on wood there's been very few um, road bumps in you and know kind granted of what I, uh, is the most games that a team has played like three right now four. or or four? Nashville and San Jose both yeah, played okay. four okay. games yeah but um, um the... yeah I, I'm <laughs> forgetting but the uh, um yeah so it was just kind of funny because like the HTML reports events data was finalized but the nhl.com data was not finalized so like and then i'm assuming that they have some kind of compiling algorithm, like process that doesn't actually live compile the raw data it just they compile it so then if you looked at the Vegas Seattle game like the play like the team stats it had showed at the end of the game that Seattle had like or Vegas had 11 shots on goal and Seattle had nine but they yeah, clearly I saw that didn't like they clearly if you went and counted the player stats like it was like like the actual total so it was just kind of confusing um but yeah i think that so far that's pretty much been the only um only issue and they fixed that very quickly it's a little bit hard sometimes like you have to kind of give it you know if if you have to give it some time because i remember the the some of the stuff is not always like immediately obvious like obviously if if there's a box score issue or if there are goals and Assist and shots that aren't being counted, like that's that becomes pretty clear. But like what happened was it three years ago now with the the kind of the the distance stuff, the recording of the distance that that caused a bunch of problems um, overall. I think that then like that didn't people didn't really well we didn't see it, and I think we were the first to see it until like it was like game a hundred or like ninety I think is something like that. So no, I think it was before that, and then they. St- Fixed it at game ninety two or something. Yeah, and then they went back and retracted everything. So but yeah, it, it's it, just like those kind of. I guess my point is that those kind of things we won't really know some of those things for another like week or two, just to see if there's any other you know major ones. And then we usually yeah we we've said this before, but or last we said this last podcast. But some of the player models and stuff like Gar and Rapham, that stuff we're not going to be running really until like a, for another two weeks. So um, some of that stuff will be. So we're still very early. Uh, the Penguins are leading. Uh, in XG. The Devils are second, I just saw. Uh, are in, they really? In XG4 percentage, yeah. Yeah,
0: they're like 69.78 or something. I know yeah, sh- that. That's
1: so funny. I know. And uh, are, are they really going to get goalied again this year? Uh, well, they so are. far, Blackwood and Vanacek have uh, goalied them um, yes. so far. Because, like, I don't know. I didn't watch either of the games. I don't know, Sean, if you uh, watched any of the Devils games, but um, it seemed, uh, you know, our <laughs> the curse is still. Is, is, we is have still cursed holding. them again yeah. <laughs> yes i'm sorry devil's fans for our curse Continuing. i feel like at this
0: point i'm like so calm on like with the opening that yeah i just don't like kind of react to certain thing like yeah people are very like okay as an example boston media now is like pasta had like a couple of very good games and it's like they're wondering how that's going to affect contract talks, as if oh, like, oh yeah, <laughs> as if these two games like affect anything. Just because, like, I don't know. I guess maybe for them, like, there's nothing else to talk about. I think it's, I think there are storylines, but you know, there's just always, uh, I don't know, ridiculous storylines that come out of the beginning of a season, and I'm just like so calm. And two, I remember like a few years ago when people thought Buffalo could be a team. And yeah. like they had like some strong starts. If you remember this, it was like two or oh, yeah. three seasons in a row. The,
1: the thing I was gonna say is that every and this happened last year too, and like Buffalo fans were um reminding us that uh every year the Sabres have like the first – they go like three and one or something. And then everyone's like, Oh, the, it's the Sabres year and then they end up just doing it. Oh the no, what the sometimes Sabres
0: they do. go like for a while. Like yeah. yeah, well they
1: had that one. We did a I remember this. It was when Ryan Stimson was covering the Sabres for a little bit and he had the uh Metrics podcast i believe isn't that what he called it yeah and we yeah. did a live watch along with ryan and that was the season that the the buffalo the, the sabers had went on this crazy shooting bender to start the year and they were like i don't think they i don't know if they were I think that was the their first division. year of jeff skinner too yes that was yeah um and i believe that Oh, I can't remember what season that was. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there's Devils fans who or <laughs> Devils fan. There's. Probably I want to say fans. it was 18-19. That's all right. I was gonna think. Think. Say. I think but, it was. Yeah. I mean, Rasmus
0: Stalin's rookie year.
1: Yeah, and we that watched. Right. We watched. I think it was a Wild Sabers game, um, which is the reason why. And I remember Koivu was still in the lineup for the Wild, so it must have been. I think that that. Yeah, 1819 seems right. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was funny because the Sabers. I feel like they start the season um now what are they are they they're they're, they're one and, and one. one yeah um they uh well, they kind of got <laughs> they kind of got blown out by florida i was looking at the our game charts for that i didn't watch the florida uh <laughs> sabers game but or the the panther sabers game but they got kind of run over in the shot department and well, i was just looking yeah. to, to your point though sean i i was uh about like kind of immediate early takes like when you have played like four games or three games it's always funny because like i understand it like you need a narrative you need something to like latch onto. um but at the same time for me it's always like well this is i mean how you can't know anything we've played you know and you won't even really know anything until like 20 games in i mean like I think around 20 25 games in is kind of where you can start to say okay maybe we have problems now obviously if you're already way out of things then there's it's very unlikely because what's the the old pro? you know i don't know it's not a proverb but like if you're in a playoff position by, you know, American Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, that's what they usually say, and that kind of usually holds, but, like, I would say that's kind of around the – or, I don't know, not the playoff thing, but in terms of, like, getting an accurate evaluation of how good a team is. But, obviously, if you go 0-10 to start the season, well, you're, you know, very unlikely. Like, I – for instance, Arizona's, you know, 11% goal, 4 percentage at even strength right now. Not going to (laughs) hold, although that's hilarious. (laughs) You know, they have – Arizona. Oh, and like the Wild giving up 14 goals oh. in the first two games. Yeah, I saw, you, you know, know the, which has been very funny. It leads to the hilarious, like the Wild are on pace to give up 574 goals this season. Which yeah, I you saw, know, you know. And <laughs> like, you know, the classic joke somebody scores two goals in the first game and they're on pace for 164 goals, you know, all these things. But it is funny. I do think the storylines that, like, about like player usage, though, I don't know. It was just kind of, it's, you know, it's like I, it's funny. We have kind of, uh, I don't know how to describe our wild fandom now, right? But we live in Minnesota, right? So it's like- Watch all the games. Watch all the games. And it's just, you know, it's nice to have a thing to talk about. It's fun to watch other parents, um, you know? And so I don't, like, want them- Like, I want them to win, right? Because it's like, makes my, you know, people I know happy. But then it's also like, well, I don't- There's all these other games I got to watch. But, like, it's (laughs) just been kind of frustrating seeing- I mean, this was a big thing with Marco Rossi and, like, the deployment of him. And then I think that, what- the the Canadians with Slav- Slavkovsky. I'm gonna have to practice that name. Yeah, is that how you is that the name? Sean, should know, Mr. French over here. Yeah, it's not <laughs> you think French. it's a French no, name? No, Mr. I'm saying Canadian. You're Canadian. I'm trying to make a joke here. Obviously, it's not <laughs> French. <laughs> anyway, but somebody mentioned how he's not been getting a lot of ice time either. But it's just, I think those are kind of interesting.
0: Like, those Sh- are interesting. Shane Wright, wise. even. Do you see Shane yeah. Wright? Yeah. How's Matty like players? What was oh, it sorry. Like six minutes first game and then didn't yeah. play last game
1: yeah and that i mean the thing i, I don't know and this is like the classic like because the thing it was it was not really covered too much like i mean it was kind of i was more that like kind of more this the the blogger kind of community in the wild kind of fandom or the the wild bloggers were, were pointing out how like evison started was like we think rossi is gonna he, we're gonna have to start him on the fourth line he's gonna have to kind of prove himself which is the thing that's ha- It happens like every year, and it's been this classic thing coaches do where they put this, you know, Rossi's like a high, he had a great preseason. He was great. Like, you know, he's obviously recovering from a really long, bad stretch of COVID, which was last year, or was that two years yeah, ago? Yeah. Well, he was like, what? He had myocarditis. Yeah. Myo- I mean, it was really bad. I don't and, know. Um, yeah. and, and, but then they like start him on the fourth line with. Uh Duhaime and I don't even know who was the Connor Dewar. Dan Dewar. Probably probably and, names that nobody who yeah. doesn't watch the wild and has the, a clue who they and are. So the, but the thing they said about him was that he was okay, we're gonna start him on the fourth line, he has to prove himself, but he's on the second power play unit. But last night he like obviously it was a crazy game, a lot of you know, a lot of special teams for the wild. Um, and the Kings, which is it, it was just a mess of a game last night. But, I mean, Rossi finished, like, four and a half minutes of ice time with no power play usage. And it's like, well, why are you even, like, starting him on the – like, just have him start in the, the minor league club. Like, let him play, like, 15 – you know, like, 18 minutes a night or something just to, like imp- – I don't know. I, it, I could – it frustrates me so much, and it was, like, something that was not – I think a lot of people were aware of it who – you know, but it was, like, not – it was like, oh, yeah, this is – the coach knows what's going on. And it's like, well, I don't know. I, it, I, sorry, I could just, yeah, I, I mean, could ramble about this. Well, like forever. with
0: some, like I know, like the Shane Wright, which is the one that I'm following more closely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like with his situation, right, it's either NHL or CHL. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if he can go to Europe, and I don't think they'd want him to go to Europe. So it's like, it's a very interesting dynamic. And then you have Dave Haxtall there, who, you know, I don't necessarily trust with Shane Wright either. So it's, I don't know. The the rookie storylines for the beginning of the year are like the only ones I kind of try to follow because with like Shane Wright as an example, like they have to make a decision to not burn a year. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. Once you hit ten games, so you have to make a decision there. Like, does he spend the year in, back in junior? Does he go back to junior and then come back after world juniors? Like what happens with yeah. that? And then I'm well, also really excited about the calendar race. I don't know about you guys.
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't, don't really even like... actually know who the rookies are. I mean, because like, okay, so all of the rookies have now played. So here, let me go. I mean, <laughs> so for whatever reason, you guys a like love bit. Owen Power, but yeah. Maddie Beneers <laughs> should win it. I, I mean, I think uh, so. It Mason depends. McTavish, big fan. Marco Rossi, if they ever played him, but I don't <laughs> think they're going to like. <laughs> I think he's just not. I don't think they're going to burn a year. I honestly think just based on how the coaching staff. Anyway, yes, I think the Calder race is really is interesting. I just haven't. I usually like wait until the rookies have played and we have a couple, you know, weeks to like look at things. So wait,
0: I the November the November fifth Calder uh, Calder uh, voting tweet is going to come up. up. Oh yeah, that's oh, I yeah. wait until our
1: first the Rem uh, Pitlick takes. Those are going to start coming. <laughs> you guys better watch out. They're coming. Uh we no, locked and loaded over no, here. No, here we go. So right now in the Calder race, oh, watch, <laughs> we're just going to look at time on ice per game played for all rookies so far, just to give an idea of who is going to get the most points because that's what anybody, you know, <laughs> just to like, Mattie Maddie okay.
0: Veneers has, I don't know if he if he had I know, yeah, last I, night, I, but he has like points in like
1: 13 out of 14 games he's played in the NHL or something like that. So, basically, I mean, obviously, it's defensemen, but Jake Sanderson and Owen Power. Jake Sanderson has, like, 21 and a half minutes per He's game. He's on the first power play unit, yeah. isn't he? Power, and then Owen Power is at 20.7 minutes per game played. Those are the top. And then the top, I'll do top three D. D and then Caden Gould. Am I going to say Gould? He got hurt already, didn't he? Okay. Uh, and then the top forwards, we have Noah Cates, uh, with nineteen point, hold on. He's played nineteen point six minutes a game for Philly, okay, uh, as a forward. And then Maddie Bineers at eighteen point one minutes. So okay, I
0: think this is a bad metric. Because where's Mason? <laughs> no, Tatton? it is.
1: It absolutely is. I'm just looking at like like who, two games of time for games but It's like I know. It's just I'm looking at. it. It's, no, this I don't means think it's, nothing, right? Absolutely has no. Has no means. I still got to own Power. I I should check in with my Sabres friends to see if uh, Shane Wright right now has the lowest time on. It. Hold on, he only played in one game. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, the rookies are interesting. I think because like for instance with Rossi, I think he played three NHL games last year, right, Josh? Uh, that sounds right. do so know. then, why are you asking me? I mean, <laughs> well, I'm. Just, I i do not know if you know, but no, right, like so, like he still. They could. Still on. Is it in one season with a slide, or is it just – can it slide it can two, two years? I think, it, I think technically – I'm pretty sure it can slide two years, right, in ELC? Yeah, but I think it's like 10 total.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: So if he plays if, – if Marco Rossi he plays six games, seven games in the NHL this year, then his ELC is going to kick in. And so it's like – are they so, are they really just gonna only give him five minutes a night and uh, then no. for the, six games and then it's, he yeah it's pretty clear with him goes back to the HL for the whole year so they can uh, get a slide because they they the Wild need Marco Rossi to be good like given the Parisian and Suter buyouts if Marco Rossi doesn't turn into a good player and they don't give him like a chance to succeed as soon as possible. They're kind of screwed, like because of the cat. Like they're gonna have 15 million a- in dead cap space for like four years with prime Caprizov. Like I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's, yeah. Sorry. You know, this more wild talk than we yeah, normally talk about. I know we've turned this into a wild podcast. We <laughs> yeah. have to. We have to get back to our brand of of not being well. No, we are the number one wild fans. of Sabers and cursing the Devils. That's yeah. what We. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think the call to race is really interesting. I don't really know much about the rookies because usually I just like wait, like I said. So interesting part. We wait until the rem pitlicks raise (laughs) above the rest. That's what we. (laughs) You should go by the not. um, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. Not a rookie. He's not a rookie anymore.
0: Let me try to find the betting odds. Oh, do they
1: already have? It's probably just Maddie Bineers by a long shot. I bet it's Maddie. I think I think power.
0: Power honestly is the favorite. Let me see. Yeah,
1: probably um that's such a funny thing you can bet on like yeah. who's gonna win which 19 year old is gonna be the best nhl yeah. which, player which 18 okay. or 19 year old okay so the
0: favorites the favorite is mctavish really? which makes sense after the world juniors
1: um world juniors don't mean i mean i have to say that I they ruined my entire expectation yeah. of several i yeah. i
0: love how you guys hate eyes ruined Anywho, mctavish power baneers perfetti Johnson are, like, the top five favorites. Which Johnson? Kent Johnson. Kent Johnson. Do you not know, know who that is? I,
1: no, I don't. You know I don't know any juniors. He's, players. like, the first-line center
0: for, for the Blue Jackets. Yeah, okay. sorry. Um, <laughs> and then you got Rossi, Sanderson, Jack Quinn, uh, William Eklund, Shane Wright. That's going to fall off to round out your top ten.
1: Yeah. Oh, and they really just scratched Shane Wright. For, for the second game? Yeah. And then they lost 2-5 to five to the Golden Knights. I wonder why, Seattle, huh? <laughs> Haxtell? <Hacksaw. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, right, about young players is I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, right? When it comes to, like, <laughs> coaching decisions and, like, evaluating young talent, this is not my specialty at all. But it seems like if you have a player who is very highly touted as an offensive player... And you put them on the fourth line with, like, be honest, career fourth liners, and you only start them in the neutral and defensive zone. Like that seems like not the situation that they're meant that they're accustomed to, and they're having to learn an entirely new style of playing hockey. I don't know. Maybe that's just kind of a dumb, uninformed opinion. But that just to me seems like, hey. Maybe put this these players who are supposed to be very good offensively with other talented players like who I don't know well it's just no, I, I mean know.
0: that's that's true like, but I think part of the issue is that you come from a background right of analytics and being in the numbers, yes, that's your background, so you understand that quality of teammates is significantly 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 more impactful for a player. Than quality of competition yes. yes whereas the traditional brain tends to think that quality of competition is just as important if not more important yeah and so the thinking sometimes with these with you know a coach or whatever is that i'm putting him in a position to fail if i start him against I don't know, I'm Kopitar, right? Like if I'm playing him on the top line and he's playing Ante Kopitar, he's going to fail in their Mm -hmm. mind. That's how it works. And I, and I think that's the wrong thinking, but I think that is part of how you get to that decision that like you put Marco Rossi on the fourth line or Shane Wright on the fourth line and, you know i I yeah yeah i mean it's
1: also probably he's a center and so it's like the other thing is with face-offs is like well you're going up against one of the best face-off center you know in kopitar in the league just in general i think and so it's like they're like oh well we don't want him to lose a bunch of face-offs because he's never taken face-offs against you know i don't mean i'm not trying to be patronizing or anything i just think it's like coming from my background right it's like and and it's not that quality of competition doesn't matter right it's that it's just a lot, I think people kind of equate it as similar to quality of teammate in some ways, which is absolutely not the case at well all. I also think some of it might just be that if, you're, if you if some of the thinking might be that these players are playing on fourth line, so they're yeah in the other side of it is also they'll have a better opportunity because they're only going to be playing against like the lower competition as well, which I think so they'll have a better opportunity to succeed, I would think is some of the thinking involved there as well, but what in reality, what happens on the fourth line is that they just get used like a normal fourth liner who's Usually not – I mean, like most teams are not employing their fourth line as a scoring line for the most part. And I just think like it was it's been very clear watching Rossi in the two games, which is I mean hard to even watch him because he hasn't played, that he just like doesn't know what to do in that role. And that's not what he played, you know, that's never where he came from. And it just seems like I don't know. I I mean it's very possible we'll hear news tomorrow or in two days that he's just in the AHL and that's just like where he's gonna yeah, be probably saying with Shane Wright. It's just the thing for me also is that it's like you want to see players put in the role that best suits them, right? It's kind of like I don't know. I've always felt like some people seem to come at it from, and I mean, I've kind of gone on about this before, but like a third liner cannot be the best player on a team. Like there's this idea that you need to be playing top line minutes against the top competition. But if a player is fulfilling the, like the, like the person who fits a third line role and plays extremely well in that type of deployment, like I don't know, I I don't know. If you know what I mean, it's like you don't, you you need to find the position that a player and the players are going to play the best together and and what their play style is, right? It's not like you're going to put, I don't know. That's just how I feel is that like it's kind of, that's the kind of the coach's job, right? Is to figure out which players work well together, what skill sets each player has and which complements each other and what type of players, you know, are, are going to be best used with more offensive zone starts, with more defense. Who are you know, and then which who who need more or who are better with the the defensive zone start load? You know, I don't know. It just that seems like if you're trying to kind of construct a lineup, that would be the way that you'd want to go about it. Is trying rather than trying to force a you know a square peg into a round hole. That's well, kind of what it feels like.
0: I think with like young players, you also have this dynamic. And, and exists, especially, I think, in Minnesota, who's looking to win the division this year, which I think means a good amount, and compete, is as a coach, especially now, like in the last three years, coaches have about zero protection whatsoever. Certain teams yeah. Oh, yeah, are yeah, yeah. really quick to fire coaches, and I think Minnesota would be one of them, to be honest with you. And uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know about I, well, no, that. I think, I think, what, I think Sean, they would because Sean's,
0: they've never they, bothered to do a rebuild, right? Minnesota's, don't. Minnesota's yeah. ownership wants at least to Minnesota to be competing for a playoff spot every year. Well, yes, in the playoffs every, bet every bet. year.
1: Well, I think to your point, Sean, what you're saying is that they are expected to be good this year. And so they're more likely also to, if yeah. they're not good, right? Like they're not in a position where they have a, another option, right?
0: The coach the coach is significantly more focused on winning right now then Bill Guerin would be about developing the player.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: So you you had that tension even within the team about how yeah. to use Marco Rossi. Yeah.
1: Yes. Well, and it's also that's the where it's the classic I don't know, the classic moneyball the Philip Seymour Hoffman saying I'm 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 playing my team the way that I can explain <laughs> in job interviews next spring, you know. <laughs> it's like that's kind of I mean it holds true. It's yeah. true. It is yeah. true. And I I understand that and you know what? Maybe it comes out with Rossi or Shane Wright that like there was just a mistake. You know, we're gonna we didn't. I shouldn't have done that. I it, you know, or they'll just gonna put him down to the HL and say you know we just don't have space for him. Blah blah blah. So maybe you know this and, is just and I'm just reacting after two games, and so that's really I could be completely wrong. It, about it's all just this, a little. But that's I just think, kind of my well, like thoughts on none it. None of this matters if Flurry is still terrible. <laughs> yeah. So I you know I don't think that, like, I think that I guess the thing is the Wild have much more. Important issues to consider then, you know whether or not Rossi is well. Actually, I mean if they, if Rossi is not good, the Wilder they just are. This is their last year, honestly. Like they just they cannot afford to have Marco Rossi not be a top line forward for them. And I think that's what's kind of also interesting is if he doesn't become that. I don't. I mean, they're done. I mean, they're basically they're just done after this year. I I think. I mean, that's well, they're just kind of totally how, done. Well, but like, they they are not and going I guess to be. The Central is not. None of the teams are really like prime to you know. So I think they could still. They'll still be competitive. But like, that's the kind of player that you need now. On the flip side, I love what they're doing with Kalen Addison and like giving him top power yeah. play time. And like you know, even though I still think Spurgeon should probably be getting more power play time. Anyway, we have been talking way too much about the Wild, <laughs> um, and we also I think are probably at a chance for a break. I don't know, Sean, if you had anything else to add in before I you know.
0: No, end we're this probably whole... a good point. I know you guys are yeah. really in in your Wild fandom right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just give it twenty games. But I, I think all. It, yeah. I think this is
0: good general conversation. No, yeah. I think no. Yeah. I think it's tra- it's transferable well, to I, other situations around
1: the league. And I think it's not just Rossi or Wright. I think this is also occurring. It it's, seems like yeah. it's a little bit of an early trend in teams that are that rookies specifically are you now. Some of them obviously, like Power, is getting plenty of playing time, which is because he's on Buffalo. Well, and yeah, they, they just—I mean, have, they, their team is kind of like I don't know. They have like four or five rookies they're playing. Well, this same year, thing right? with Montreal, right? Montreal, yeah. I think they have like. Well, hold on. Let me see who has the most rookies who are who have played so far. Okay,
0: we're not going back and we're not. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Let me just see this quick. Buffalo oh, has, has
1: three. This is true rookies. Montreal's at five. Oh, Montreal's. Yeah. Uh, Philly's at oh boy one two three four five six rookies who have played. So yeah, I mean, and this isn't all brand new players, but like yeah. But to your point, Sean, I, I think it's an interesting early season thing about like certain rookies and watching like you said the Calder or as you said you I don't know, maybe it is pronounced Calder. You you say Calder. Um potato put Calder put Calder. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I don't know. I it's probably Calder.
0: I say Calder. I don't I, mean, I don't pretend to have the correct enunciation for anything.
1: Pronunciation. Pronunciation.
0: Isn't it enunciation? Enunciate is, is a enunciate verb. Enunciate is to like to say enunciate. a word clearly.
1: So if you, if you if I mumble, I am not enunciating. I don't. Pre- <laughs> I don't. You don't I pronounce. don't pretend to know English. You know. I <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how <laughs> that works. Purely a numbers person. <laughs> okay, if you ha- if you have any questions related to numbers, I got you. Uh, or yeah, you're, hats. you're not a major in words, so you're a major in money. Pron- yeah. Pronunciation yes.
1: Pronunciation is the way in which a word is pronounced. Um annunciation. I was thinking for the whole time that like pronunciation was just not a word. No, it is. Annunciation. I don't know how to spell any of these words. Annunciation is yeah, the announcement. Oh, this is this. The Google definition of annunciation is the announcement of the incarnation by the angel Gabriel to Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but in the formal archaic, is to the announcement of something. So maybe actually that's not even. Maybe I'm wrong Annunci- about that. it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, did, we're going to it wrong. Wrong word. Wrong word. You spelled it wrong. sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brand new sponsor. Stop. Stop has it. their message. Stop. Stop. Nonsense. It's we'll nonsense. talk.
0: We'll talk about how realistic it is for the flyers to go 82 and up oh, <laughs> so, right. so. oh i can't oh, wait i
1: can't wait for this after the oh on the flip we'll, side we'll be back be great. after
0: this short break
1: The evolving Hockey Podcast is brought to you by EvolvingHockey.com, your home for advanced NHL statistics on the web. When you become a subscriber to EvolvingHockey.com, you gain access to such evaluation tools as NHL Goals Above Replacement, Regularized Adjusted Plus Minus, Skater Contract Projections, visualizations, charts, and much more. Visit Evolving-Hockey.com/login today to become a subscriber.
0: Welcome back to the Evolving Hockey Podcast. Of course, it was not a new sponsor. We are all ready to talk about the Philadelphia Flyers Stanley Cup
1: chant. <laughs> okay, I had one more thing to say about the oh about the rookie God. thing, though. Well, hold on, Just, hold on. What? First of all, we looked up. Oh, you're yeah. spelling enunciation incorrectly. It's e n, not a n. Yes, they're different words. So, an enunciation is the to to like enunciate a word or to like. It's a verb. It's, it's a, how you pronounce something. how you pronounce it. Well, no, it's yeah. It doesn't matter it's anyway. active pronouncing okay. that's the first order of business before Second, we get to the flyers. So last thing to tie up the whole rookie thing was I was just saying, or I was thinking that well, it's like if you play a rookie for only like five minutes in a game, well, that's one game of service time that you're burning for nothing, right? So it's like. If you're just like going to p- not play the player in a position in the NHL to see how they do, like shouldn't you if you're going to be using the first 9 games of a player's like career to try to save cap space on their ELC to have it slide, wouldn't you want to put them in the position that you think that they would be used in to see if they do well? And then if they don't, then you send them down, and and the, you you know the experiment you experimented with all the service time that you've been given, and then you know I don't know that was just the last thought I had about that. So yeah, we can Luke move wanted on to now. get that one. In. I just wanted sense. to get that off. It makes sense. Yeah. Good, Thank good, you. Good point, bro. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. To the Flyers. Sean really wants to talk about the Flyers. Mm-hmm. The I don't really, really want flyers. to talk about the Flyers. I actually I haven't watched them, but
0: <laughs> it's just hilarious to me that they beat the Devils, which are your favorite hockey team.
1: And then, uh, and then the Canucks at home. They're at yeah. home, right? It, it's not funny to me because I have Demco and Vanek on my fantasy team, so that's not funny at all. <laughs> you guys now. are really like into the fantasy hockey now. I, well, right I, now, we, our friends can't beat us. We run a hockey statistics website. I, know, I, can't, I can't lose in fantasy <laughs> hockey when none of my friends are really hockey fans. Like, there's just not.
0: <laughs> but it's just, I'm very happy for um, past guests. And uh, friend Charlie O'Connor, who he at least gets to delay the inevitable, inevitable negativity in that fan base. Also, the Phillies are like killing it right now, and the Eagles are, yeah. So that helps too. Yeah,
1: I mean, let's be honest, the Flyers are gonna. They're they're... okay. So here's the thing that's really funny about the Flyers is that they, right? They beat. Oh, I only have five on five, five on five stats here, Um, but. Right now, currently, they have a Corsi 4 percentage at 5-on-5 five five of 36.4%. <laughs> yeah, because one game they played the Devils. Yeah. Well, no, both games. I had the game logs up Are here. the Devils oh, the really? new Hurricanes from, like, four, five years ago? <laughs> Where they just had, like, an incredibly un- unlucky streak of shooting and goaltending? Yeah. I don't know if it was unlucky. It just was kind of, like, with the... Kind sorry, of the, back to the Flyers. Anyway, but yeah, so against the the Devils, they they rocked a thirty-one point nine percent Corsi four percentage, and against the uh, Canucks, they had a forty-one point nine percent. Well, we all know that Corsi is made up, and and uh, <laughs> you know doesn't. And their yeah. XG per, XG four percentage is thirty-nine point seven. So we got some, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Flyers fans, but that doesn't bode well. No, given I, the projections no, I, at the start of season, I actually the season. think Flyers fans are. From what I saw in the summer, I think Flyer fans are a little bit irritated the team is winning. Like some there's a large portion of the Flyer fan base that's mad. That's kinda like, what the hell? Like we were supposed to be in the running for Bedard, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> oh, what I'm are sure. you what are you doing? Um Oh I'm sure. Yeah. After they uh you know, their their off season, it's like well, well if they're yeah. gonna do that, we wanna be as bad as possible. Which is gonna be tough if Arizona trades Goss and Shakerin, mind you. Yeah. I wanna see how bad the coyotes can be this year. That's really <laughs> the storyline I'm looking for is on Bear has been like their best player. Did you so see short shorthanded goal last night? Yeah, like the breakaway. Yeah. Yeah, no, and this is like I don't know, I I was I meant to tweet this out and I was like, whatever, but like we I mean we on the podcast last year and like expansion last year and everything, we were talking, I mean, we've been talking about how Bear is still good and I I definitely think that like I don't know, he could be very serviceable on a team. Um, he's clearly still talented and it's been I don't know it's just been interesting to see well, yeah we even we thought Seattle should have taken Goss's Bear. I'm pretty sure he was our expansion. high like one of our high like highest projected defenseman he available was at the that time. was available in the expansion draft that was we were very high we liked gossip bear a lot yeah uh and then so, everyone was like well the flyers scratched him why what are you talking about he was yeah like, but blah, blah, I haven't blah. gotten a chance to watch the Flyers I have oddly watched the East Coast games I've watched has been have been the the two Leafs games um which is the least or I'm funny. Least it's to play the, three times, so or three. I sorry, so I watched sorry. i watched two Leaf games. We game. watched a couple of periods of the Sabres and then we had the uh we had Detroit Montreal in the background when Yeah, uh, we've watched, I don't know, a decent decent uh are you guys fans now? No, it was, oh. I don't know why Luke put that on. Well, we had it was, friends like, over on Friday. We were playing uh we it was, playing Magic. I and think at the time Luke it just was put it on. I don't know. It was like that or I don't know I'm not gonna say who I picked over that to watch that game. I think I wanted to see <laughs> Friday like, night didn't have a great slate like I went to no. UMass
0: to watch that game instead of watching I think it NHL. was
1: was that the Columbus game?
0: Yeah, so Tampa played Columbus that night and the Rangers played the
1: stars. Yeah, we had already watched the Rangers, so I was like, I don't want to watch the Rangers and I think we had already watched the Lightning. Yeah, we watched the well, they were the first game they were the, the first North American game. It was Yeah, so so that was why. I picked I picked the Detroit Montreal because we hadn't put the, the, the either, either of those on. teams on to yeah. watch yet. But no, I was gonna say about the Leafs is they uh they have some 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 issues, I think, right? But Sean's a, back to being a big Bruins fan. I know. He's tracking entries. He's doing like manual. He's he can't do the podcast tomorrow night because he's got to watch the I didn't game. Say I can't. <laughs> I said I just prefer it this way. And I'll get to the, and we were. I'll get to to tracking the passes as well. But that is one of the things. That, uh, I was gonna say one of the early season things is like the because the Leafs right Murray is hurt. They didn't saw, like two of their was it two of their other back goalies are hurt as well. Well, and they don't no, have another so not getting called up. He got.
0: He got hurt, but like like very little, and with the Marlins, okay. so he got called up um, and then I think with that, it gave them the cap space to bring up more players, so
1: oh, okay, so, so maybe it was maybe you had the the l t
0: i pool, so then now they're able to bring up uh Robertson, Simmons, and mete came mete. up today. Mm. That's or our guy. guy. That's our guy right there. That's your guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't really think he's playing, but oh, I know, I know. Congrats. This is old, years ago. This was our our guy on the on the half. Um, Who'd you
0: say he was better than like Drew Doughty or mor- something? Mor- Morgan, Morgan Riley. Riley.
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Do you not know that this is like a like, this one is like one we got one of our heavy hitter early tweets that this is from the Beast. that might be Star- our worst one. This is from the start of the 2018-2019 season. Okay,
0: right. that still might be your worst one out <laughs> of all of them. <laughs> like, what were the... Benino, Kane, and then... Okay, who was the that- one with Ovechkin? Who was the Ovechkin... One. No, that well, wasn't the Ovechkin. That, it was so that the Ovechkin in one the, in the
1: middle of a season. He was like at replacement level by our war model for a specific season because his de- defense was so awful. That was, I think, seven. It might have been nineteen twenty. That was when people still. They, they, it's like, oh, that they say but that Ovechkin in, is a replacement in, level player. In, we still get that every. I now thought and that and was then. a comparison. In, in, <laughs> oh hold on, on. He's in, in what fingers? Yeah, with the fingers. I got the fingers up. In our defense, that was not a tweet we sent. That was someone who pointed out that our models said that ovechkin was i think it was like 0.5 gar or something or war that year and so we that wasn't like a take yeah no no that was not a take so then it was kind of like us saying like well these are the reasons why the model is But showing. the came
0: Benino thing you did tweet right
1: yes and that was yeah and i still stand by that take like i don't think there was because Benino was having a really good season that year and came, Should I look up our, our models just to be fully transparent in what no, our, so they say right now? I, I I will, again, say the the Ovechkin one, these are the, some of the ones that were now, well, we're not going to get dry side on Chushkin. That's another one that people associate us with. But before that, these were the ones that people kind of associate us with. The other one was kind of a joke tweet, which was, um, I think Luke sent out Mark Stone is greater than Austin Matthews. Right? Yeah, I did send that out. Um, that was a long time that ago. That was like five too. years ago, which is mostly just a troll. You know What we used to do, and this is, well, I don't, this isn't entirely true, but we—I think—we're a little bit more like um, years ago when we worked office jobs. I would get kind of bored at work, and I would like think of—I so would go and look at our Whoa, site or like you don't—you know, you don't
0: have to make excuses for me. Like, no, no, no. I do this I'm not all making the time. excuses.
1: I know. I'm just explaining. This is so like so the the Cana Benino one was definitely like I I I made a lot of people mad. It got picked up on our on Reddit on Reddit and. It was. I was kind of just being like a little bit joking with it, even though I did think that like Benito was probably having a little was a little bit better than Kane overall because it was mostly trying to allow like to to illuminate just how bad Patrick Kane had been defensively, and he can. I mean, he's always been that way. At least he's you know he's very much in the kind of the all offense no defense mold. Um, but that one I worded just I, I well that no, was fun. It was, it was a funny tweet. The, so the Mets-A Morgan-Riley take, though, was was after – it was – So here's that's the, the one that we were legitimately, like, way off. Like, okay. I was like – Okay, here's the know, thing, though. Like, I'm going to the... give the context. <laughs> okay this is the start of the 2018-19 <laughs> season, right? Where this tie, this all ties into the start of the season, you know, our talk from the first half. Because it was – as we said, Toronto started – it was game one of that season, 2018, October 2018 – the Leafs were playing the Habs, and it was Morgan Riley versus Victor Mete. Right, yeah, that, no, that was the matchup. For, what do you mean yeah. no. versus? Yeah, I'm was... just saying they were on. E, <laughs> all right, they were both on the on the opposing teams. That's, the marquee that's, is that's uh, what the broadcast game. Yeah, on. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was Morgan Riley. the battle of <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Riley versus Victor Mete? Yes, yeah, so that was what. This is exactly what it was. <laughs> and um, you know, I was just. I think at the time, Mete had some really promising numbers. Uh, yeah, he, he was beating really, up really it, good the year before. Yeah. And Morgan Riley had some not very impressive or as impressive numbers. Uh, who? Because Morgan Riley is also. I mean, I haven't really looked into Morgan Riley's stats in a while. Well, it was while, the year before he had that crazy, like, the Norris shooting type bender. Of, yeah, that was Which the year. That was the year. Yeah, I know, but it was like before that like whole it was season. Right started. on the, the precipice of Morgan, of Morgan Riley. Riley's. that, I think it was at 18, 19 season. Yeah, that he was like one crazy. Went off. Yes. yes. And so. The reason why—well, he had had had—Mete had really good numbers by our stuff the year before. I think it may be two years before— and it was a little bit of a joke and sometimes you know we Luke or I like to you know throw a little elbow into Leafs fans uh just to you know like poke the poke the uh poke the bear the bear so to speak it's kind of fun. Was, we do this yeah. with Rangers fans too i don't know why yeah. they seem to be good mostly good sports yeah. like some fan bases if you like it's not fun when you do that because it's like they just get really mad at you and not yeah. like think it's funny but like sometimes like when Josh tweeted out of the fucking capo yeah. <laughs> And uh, what, Laf- Lafreniere. Rangers fans really, uh, well, I don't know if that. We're going to enjoyed... get that thrown back at us oh, all yeah. year, I, You well, know that. So this is a legitimate, it was, the tweet was like, it was a question, was like, how many points do you think Lafreniere, no, goals. And, or goals do you think Lafreniere and um, and Capo are going to put up combined this season? And I just said 15. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Rangers fans thought that was very low, and they were not happy with me. (laughs) Um, That was probably, what do our fantasy projections say for them? Did you actually look into what we project them to put up? No, It was like a funny, like, you know. You were just kind of, because you probably saw people like. Also, you know, that's not really. Goals and points, that's not, you know, I... Well, I, we're big fantasy players now, bro. We got to get on But the- anyway, back to the Mete-Riley thing was we were completely off on that. It was kind of in... It was I would say it was a legitimate take because Morgan Riley had been not particularly great for a couple of years leading up to that season. And then he all of a sudden went on this crazy year where he was, like, getting Norris consideration and stuff. And so Leafs fans... The screenshot of that tweet came back at us a lot. Sean looks like he's—I don't know where where he went here, but he's yeah. he's in disbelief that we've ever said anything like this, you know, before. Um. <laughs> that we've ever—he's never. Sean's never been wrong. No, uh, also. yeah, okay. I've never been wrong. I mean, it's For great all, that
0: you admit that.
1: Yeah, well, it's important. Okay. It's important because I want to have a little bit. Of the let bad, me set the record have, straight here about or Caco and Alexi Lafreniere. You're like
0: already backing out on that one. I no, didn't I'm send not, a tweet. Like, the tweet. Josh sent it. Is, like, I'm not gotta, backing gotta, out gotta of it. You got to stick with it. You got to no, see it all this out. Is,
1: this is – I sent it. I thought it was a funny tweet, but also, like, I that's I just think it'd be interesting, you know, because I don't think – like, well, anyway. No, right, you thought it. it was funny because – okay, if you look at what we actually project <laughs> based on our fantasy projections, right, we project Alexi Lafreniere to have 19 goals and Kako to have 16. So that would be 34, <laughs> 35. <laughs> That's amazing addition right there. Yeah. <laughs> Nine plus six is not fourteen. Sorry, that's fifteen. So 30, Wait, you said 19 and sixteen. Nineteen and sixteen. Thirty five. Okay. Nineteen goals and sixteen goals. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm twenty goals under. Yes. Yeah. Which is that was I think it, the, I took it as more of a joke. okay it doesn't matter okay yeah we're but way off but just to make sure that it's clear that sometimes we like to kind of joke around on Twitter and it no, it's all fun and games right we're not unless not as, it, unless this is all Sean does with, you saw yeah. my
0: Matthew Kachuk tweet like back in the summer not. right
1: oh I think so yeah like yeah, before
0: yeah. he got traded
1: I was yeah I said, the one that like got kind of picked up right.
0: Yeah, it got picked up on, like, an NHL trending or something. So, like, people had no clue who I was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that
1: happens to us all the time. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, it's not I fun. understand
0: that. And it went off. Like, it got, like, half a um, – at least half a uh, million impressions.
1: Yeah, that's what – you. I remember you – we went over this. So I – Back in the summer. So, the, the – But, but the you, like, Twitter woke up the next day or something? Yeah. So, I
0: tweet this out, like, middle of the day on, you know, like, let's just say, like, a Thursday afternoon or something. And I was like, Matthew Kachuk, expect him to go to Toronto and oh, sign yeah. uh, <laughs> an extension for $5.5 <laughs> million dollars for uh, Justin Hole and Alex Kerfoot, <laughs> which it equals, right? And then they're, like, kind of, like, I don't know, the available-for-trade guys for Toronto, right? And cl- very clearly a joke. Like, Matthew Kachuk's not taking five and a half to yeah, play no. with, you know, his friend. I mean – He wants to play with his friend, I'm sure, but like I don't think he's doing that. Oh, and also let me come back to a Kachuk story. Um, and then yeah, so he gets picked up, but my notifications don't show it, so they show like a few likes or whatever. So I'm thinking this is like a normal tweet, got like nine likes, whatever. Yeah. And then like the next morning, I, for whatever reason, like, uh, another notification popped up or whatever, and I hit the notification, and then it shows like a thousand likes yada yada retweets so like 151 like replies and like what in the world is going on here i haven't seen any of this like i was for like 12 hours just had no clue that this like tweet oh is just blowing up and people were so some people were so bad about it some people recognize oh, yeah. this joke and then oh. some
1: people were like are you joking yeah no but that's it's- what, well that's what happens if, if like people don't follow you and know that you kind of like to play around a little bit like you know, we it's I I will say with Rangers fans specifically, it's really fun uh, to tweet things out like this about this because I know that the uh, oh god I'm to blue shirt breakaway right the, those guys blue shirt break right the podcast yes, yes with can, Ryan and I, Greg yeah I know every time we say something about it's like the Ranger it's like it's like there's like a bat signal <laughs> that that Ryan. <laughs> Hold on. well no gonna... so
0: i used to have this running joke too after the expansion draft that kerfoot was better than mccann and then he was like on a, on a shooting percentage uh, bender and then my friend danny who works for seattle like all the time every time i tweeted out within like 15 minutes he'd be texting me like if you wanted my attention you could just text me
1: <laughs> well no and it's yeah, it it's just like these things they they pick it up it's just always funny. So it's a little bit of back and forth and we have, you know, kind of our our friendly well now podcast rivalry. It used to be just for no I mean, it's no reason why the wild or Minnesota in New York. Well, Minnesota in New York from a baseball standpoint cuz I despise the Yankees. But in hockey it, I don't I don't care. Do you despise the it's, Mets? No. Not at all. The Mets are kind of an unfortunate franchise. So like, you know, I feel I I Division I feel simp exist. Well, I'm not no, because they're like the they're like a lot of Minnesota exist. teams. I mean, I don't know why you hate the Mads.
0: I'm a Phillies fan.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah. No, I'm just I'm just saying I don't that's East Coast stuff. I was it's also fine.
0: very so I, one thing and then I get back to my Kachuk story. Uh I was very disappointed with the Bruins warm up mix last night. I'd like to just make okay, that I don't, very public. That okay, I don't I don't who did it? They start off with, with narco too. With timmy trumpet i'm not
1: gonna know any of these songs. yeah i don't know so it, we can it was skip past it was that. really
0: rough it was it just wasn't good i hope that they they fix it because <laughs> you know like the bruins are in like a last dance season
1: i don't know what that means you know what just like, skip over all of this you thing. mean like the last dances and the like documentary? like bergeron
0: and creche might be done and and then like oh okay they're you know not looking so solid after that
1: um yeah.
0: so you got to make the most of it And if you have a bad warm-up mix, like it just ruins the whole vibes for the game. So, uh, hopefully, (laughs) for you or for the players. And then two, I think the players hear the music. Two, after the game last night, um, screwed around my laptop for a little, whatever. And I wore like a—I don't think we said this, but like I wore what I thought was was a fire outfit. You know, I I did the (laughs) the cowboy hat, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, the the jeans, the whole. I didn't get the whole nine, so I'll get to, like, boots and, like, really go on, go on ham, like, later. But it didn't all come together. It was, like, a good yeah, outfit. Add- I, was, I was texting a friend, and I was going to send her, like, you know, a bathroom selfie of my outfit before I, like, walked out the door. And as I'm going to go take a bathroom selfie... Keith Kachuk walks in. Luckily, like, I put my phone, like, I saw, like, the lighting wasn't good, and I put my phone down. As I'm going to put the phone in the pocket, in comes Keith Kachuk. Like, I avoided
1: what could have been a very awkward <laughs> encounter. Embar- embarrassing situation. Yeah, first of all, he saw your outfit, so that was embarrassing. Yeah. It wasn't. So it the- was
0: a solid outfit, okay? It was yeah, a solid we've been, outfit. I, I, I'm a, we might have to... And uh, Keith is a nice guy. He would have he he been fine with it. We went so down this, on the this, elevator and whatever, like in a couple a couple minutes after that. But like, I, it could have been embarrassing.
1: The magneto young people meme. Yeah, you know, that's what he would have been like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough. We've been. Uh, I've realized because there are a couple things we need to get to about the early season. Still, the last thing, or like the maybe the biggest topic of conversation for the first week, I think. That we haven't touched on. Do you guys want to guess what I'm gonna say? Is it the board ads? Yes, the ad oh, boards. Oh yeah. So we haven't talked about the digital I, I ad have, boards. I,
0: I think I'm I'm the one in on this the most because if you remember,
1: you're in on this. What do you
0: mean? By well, like in like it means the most to me. Oh okay. If you remember, they tried this out at the World Cup of hockey. I don't I don't, no, remember, I don't, don't remember in 2016. It. So they did this. SMT, um, I believe, is the company behind this and. I think they're doing the... Are they doing the current
1: ads? I don't don't don't. know. It would make sense, though, because they clearly are having to...
0: SMT, for those who don't know, is the company behind the tracking puck. Mm -hmm. And they also... Like, they really blew up with the uh, first down markers for the NFL. Right? And the line of
1: scrimmage stuff. Yeah, all that.
0: Yeah, which is a lot more work than you would think. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 So... They did it for the World Cup of Hockey and it went well. And I presented on it in my like freshman seminar class. Oh. On on like the ads and whatever. And I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And it came out good for for the game for the for the games for the World Cup of Hockey. But the thing is, is those were like so centered in on the arenas. Like I wonder if it's like an arena by arena basis. Because like I am assuming the math on this is like wicked hard. Right. Well I would yeah, yeah. I would
1: imagine that it's extremely difficult to get and it And Every to work.
0: camera angle is probably like slightly different. Like every arena is slightly different. And then I, the yeah. moving ads I don't like. So no, the I'd, thing
1: is I maybe I'm this is gonna sound like a really dumb question, but are are they not in the arena? No, it's overlaid. Okay, so it's completely overlaid.
0: Right. Which yeah. also, but, okay, so that bothers me, too, because it's only for one camera. It's only the main broadcast camera has the Stolo ads or, like, the, the whole, right? And so it's like you switch to another camera and you see the actual board, like, the actual ads on the boards that are in place. And, like, that yeah. screws me, too.
1: Well, so, well, yeah, the, yeah, the thing, I for me, anyway, is, is it's... I don't, I mean, I don't know. I never look at the, the boards or the ads, but it's the moving aspect that I think they need to, because it, it's, if especially if there's a play going on, like it can be very jarring if all of a sudden it switches. Um, and like, you're just like, watching a play and then something, you know, cause like, I don't know for me anyway, like kind of, I, I guess I didn't, and it's kind of funny how I, it it has made me think about how I actually watch the game because when I'm watching a game, I, I realized because of the, sw- the switches with the ad boards is that I don't actually am like, I, I'm constantly looking kind of in my periphery almost. And so when I see something over here, like I'm not focused on it, but when something happens away from the puck or where my direct vision is, I will take note of it sometimes. And then, so these have been kind of, messing with my vision a little bit cuz like the the will change so i it's taken me a little bit of time but i don't know i'm not it seems like some people are really irritated about that well some um, of
0: some plays i've seen where it's like the I don't know what you'd call it, like, the, the overlay effect or whatever. Like, it, it it's yeah. going over the player, yeah. things like that. Shayna had a oh. Shayna had a,
1: a, a gif of one, I think, Well, or it's a video been, of it. Yeah, there's been a few glitches, which are kind of funny-looking. I don't know. It's pretty silly. I, I think. know. Yeah. But it's also, like, if you if it's, like, a high-stakes moment in a game and you're a hardcore fan, right, that's got to be pretty irritating that, like, you know, it's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, stop this. Stop it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, because I will just say that, that just – I will agree with my brother on this, is that I I don't like them. I I think that if they moved in between play, that would be fine. But once the play started, then they stopped. That would be much, much better than if they're moving while play is going on. I'm assuming how it works is the way they've programmed it is that there's not somebody like there clicking a button that changes it, right? It's it's set up probably. Yeah, so it's probably set up to automate, and that's the reason. So obviously it's still – we played – there's only been, you know, it's a week of hockey. This is brand new. I'm sure they will be working some things out, but one thing I would like to see is them try to figure to not have moving ads when the play is going on. Like that's just it's I don't very think it's as distracting as people are making out to be. No, no, no. But I also think it's unnecessary, or rather, you don't. You can. You. I think there should be a way that you can figure out how to. You know. I also don't like really. I mean, I don't know. Is what's the point of like a moving ad? Just because you can do it, you have a moving ad. Well, probably it seems to be like what are they trying to take your vision off of the game of hockey to look at the ad? Is that like what the goal? Well, is that having... kind of the
0: goal of ads? Well, yes, yeah, but yeah. then
1: well, well, if that's the intent, then I wish they would stop that because I want to watch <laughs> the game and stop not the that. ad. Focus yeah. on the game. Yeah, well, yeah, I am Luke. focusing on it, but it's taking my eyesight away. You know, it's like if a player falls down across the ice, I want to see that. Yeah, so we, my got that, eye, we got that. We got that that falling of uh, falling hockey account. That we got to watch for players, players falling over randomly you know i want to see that. <laughs> there was a good one there was a good one in in one of the nhl oh yeah one of the first couple games of the season and we couldn't clip it because we didn't have nhl network yeah well nhl network wasn't i almost had it we gotta i gotta go back to that account and see if there's been any good tags if people have tagged like some good falling over action um so i can get some some videos up i should do that tonight i'll do that yeah you do um, that bro anyway that's the only other thing i think well actually i mean there's other stuff going on but uh Obviously, I think that the the ads, based on just looking across you know various websites and Twitter, is that's the theme the theme of the early start of the season is people's reaction to the ads, um, or the ad boards. So we are getting close to time here. I think we uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. We haven't we haven't done any too crazy early reactions. I don't. Um, I don't really feel like the
0: crazy. The season's been crazy though. I feel yeah, like it's just well. No. It's, it's been honestly a, it's been one been... of the flatter starts of the year, and I think it's because it didn't start off with a Leafs-Habs game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or
0: Leafs-Senators.
1: Yeah, you know, Tampa, what was it? It was it was Tampa. Uh, Tampa, New show.
0: York, with, like, the yeah. weird Chris Rooney, like, yeah. oh, that welcome intro. back NHL fans, what's better than this? <laughs> like, oh, that was so cringy. I mean, it is what it is. It's entertaining entertainment product, but it was just very cringy. You could tell
1: he just did not want to do it. No, way want. They should have had. Why didn't that? they have Wes McCauley do that? Like, if anybody was going to do that, they should have had Wes McCauley do the intro. I didn't really pay attention. No, I if didn't you're going to do
0: it, you go all out, and it's the players mic'd up, and it's all all ten players on the ice are talking, and then you go to the ref who says something. You do the whole nine. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, you do it right. Like I, I think I'm you gonna need be honest. players I, talking in there.
1: I started watching that video and I just immediately knew I was gonna feel uncomfortable and awkward, <laughs> so I just didn't finish it. I was like, this is, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> if you're doing it, you're this. doing it. It's like a well, mute. I, I think we had the game on mute because we I mute a lot of I, games. I
0: I I
1: watched so I, it, so I tweeted it out. Like I was listening to like
0: Big Booty mix. <laughs> I don't know. Do you I know what you, that is? I, no, it's we're like, moving past it. I don't It's like a club move. type of it's like these guys, these like DJ guys. They usually do like overlays of like three songs, so the the underlying beat is different than lyrics, and they kind of mean switch in a, between like two lyrical just sets. A mash, just a mashup, like that's kind of the premise
1: of it. You mean it's just mashup, like Girl Talk? Sure. Okay, you don't know what that. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yeah. It doesn't so, matter. But it, so anyway, it's like really to upbeat the big booty like party instead. music, and I was
0: just like. Sean's and ready and to go. also, some people know, but I don't think many people know. I like to watch games standing up. I don't. So know I'm standing up, like pacing, <laughs> like just the whole nine. I'm just having a blast.
1: Wait, you watch? Hold on, I need to stop here. You watch games standing up most of the uh, time. A lot of
0: times, yeah. With I think your it headphones freaked, on, we. I watched the. Um, the Super Bowl with friends in Seattle last year, and well, I think it kind I, of freaked them yeah. out because I'm just like standing there watching the Super
1: Bowl, standing up, and they're like, "Are you okay?" You're like a like the like the videos of like dads watching like football is they just I'm stand with their arm arms crossed in the center of the living room, just standing watching the TV,
0: drinking a black coffee, chewing gum. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, well, you, you coffee, chew gum, gum while you drink coffee? Um, that no. can't be right. No. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. But I was just—I was I going to say that the way up. that I—the way that I watch is if I'm watching like a, uh you know with the sound on, I sit on my couch and I have my phone out with Twitter open and I'm just constantly checking. off. see, <laughs> see, that's the thing is
0: I'll get lost in the sauce when I do that, and then I'm then I'm out of the game. So well, like,
1: and if. Yeah, if I'm trying to concentrate on a game, I don't. I make sure, also, because usually our feed is like 30 seconds behind. So, like, beat writers are so quick that, like, you just see everything before it actually happens in front of you. And I, so, like, if I'm actually concentrating on the game, which I would say I do for every wild game, um, unless I get bored with it. It's not that the
0: beat writers are so quick. It's that people don't realize the lag between. So, obviously, streams are behind. Like, if you're streaming on, like, say, ESPN Plus, or if you're watching on, like, a Roku or something. Like yeah. that's behind the broad, like the like a cable network, and then a yeah. cable network is at least a good ten to fifteen second lag. Yeah, like when I watch a game at the garden, there's a TV in the table. So yeah, 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 yeah. If a play is happening and I want to go back, or like at the end of a play, like a goalie freezes it, like I could look down and I watch the entire play develop again.
1: Yeah, that seems to actually pretty handy. It it's is. like... It was like uh basically well this is a tangent is we were divers in high school it's like they had a Tivo set up to a recording like a camera so like whenever you would do a dive you would then go out afterwards and watch it which actually is not as cool as it sounds cuz what really happened is that when you would when you would slap or completely mess up a dive Every swimmer who was doing dry land off to the side would then rush over to come rewatch your your slap on a terrible <laughs> side. <Yeah. laughs> yep. That was what happened. <laughs> that's that's um, me we, with Risto uh, Risto yeah. Line and, yeah and we weren't very good divers. Yeah. We did it for like a year or two because two like years. The, the coach was like trying to get divers. I think. I mean, it was and we fun, were like kind of wanted to. I don't know. Have you ever been to a swim meet, Sean?
0: Um,
1: one. Yeah, so you know how where you usually there's. The I swimmers, had no
0: clue what was going on. Like, yeah, it's I was just to, it's, with a friend yeah. in,
1: in Montreal at the. Uh, I mean, Olympics. If thing. you know it, it is fun. I think swim, swim, meets, are really fun. swim meets are a blast. Swim meets are great. Like high but, school swim meets. I don't if know, you're, like cheering for the team. It's a really fun. And our high school was really large, so like the team was big. I think there were probably like fifty swimmers or something. And so usually, what happens though is the divers, at least in our school the divers practice first because you take up kind of almost all the lanes in the pool when you're diving. If it's a share, if you don't have a diving pool or a well, which our school didn't. And so like for the first hour or hour and a half, we were diving and doing practice. There's only like eight divers. And then all the swimmers, there's like 40 people who are off to the side on the other side of the pool doing like dry land exercises, like out of the pool. And so what happened is like any time if you're trying to learn a new dive, you inevitably were going to like just completely wreck and slap as hard as possible and the the swimmers just thought that was the funniest thing, and so they yeah. would all run over and come watch. You know, and they get to share in your pain, and they would laugh, they'd at, laugh you. at you, yeah, while you failing were <laughs> over and over anyway, again. So that was this, how it, this went way off topic here, yeah. but um, yeah, it's to back to the lag is that's why when I'm focusing on a game, I usually put my phone away. But if I'm bored or if I don't really care what's going on or if the game is an absolute mess, like the Wild Kings game you know that's not my brand of hockey my brand of hockey is a nice crisp one one game oh yeah like maybe a zero zero game if you're lucky that's what I like to watch yeah Um, not like you know uh uh, teams just giving up goals every yeah you know every other minute and people taking bad penalties and you know just uh that's not um my favorite type of hype type of hockey to watch we talked about this I like a lot of Non-stop five-on-five play generally is my preferred hockey with viewing some, experience. With some good defensive performance, yes. In the skaters. Very good flow to a five-on-five hockey game with very few whistles. That's what I like to watch. Yeah. I don't. I don't like icings. Icings are very annoying for my viewing pleasure. <laughs> um, and offsides calls are also well, they're not that annoying because anyway. I don't. You know, we're not. But anyway. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that I, I think that we're – Sean is, is often on his phone. He's on his phone. He, he, yeah. he did the opposite. He's no longer concentrated on the game. He's bored. And yeah, he's I mean, I'm listening and like,
0: to you guys, but <laughs> I, I had to check in on my fantasy football team. Yeah. Which, well, well also,
1: you know. what people don't know that we've never told anyone is that Sean stands up when he does the podcast <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, I mean, if you have a standing desk. No, he, no, he doesn't he actually. not I, I don't. No. This
0: is actually – my desk down here is literally just like an old dining room table.
1: Yeah, that's. how I mean, that was my desk for a, actually. For a, I made my first I made work from a home. lot of evolving hockey on a dining room table. That is exactly my setup. That and I sat uh, for years in a couch with my laptop on my on my um, yeah single my screen. That's how we did it for years. I mean, that was the entirety of the site was built on. Luke was on the the dining room table on his laptop, and I was on the couch with my laptop on my lap. Um. Anyway, okay, we're done. This is yeah. I think we rambled
0: over. on for a little bit. Yeah, but that's fine. We have. For whatever reason, we had no games on the slate today. I don't know why. Which is why we're doing the podcast a day early. Typically, the Twins are late, too, so... Like that's really, really. I mean, this
1: is this is a new me, Sean. I'm starting. I'm I'm adjusting my sleep schedule earlier. New, well, new season, new me. Um, I'm 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 trying to get up earlier. I'm trying to be more around during the day, which will then give me, uh, you know, mostly we were usually the reason why we're late is that we just are. I'm terrible with time, and I just have to get food before, and I just am terrible at estimating time. Yeah. So we yeah we're only like four minutes late, Sean. Sean, yeah. Anywho,
0: hopefully the slate of hockey this week is honestly like a little bit better. The matchup's kind of sucked, but I know we have a battle of Florida this week. I know we had battle of Alberta on Saturday night, but I think we have a battle of Florida on Friday. I think it's like an ESPN Plus only game. should be okay. interesting. We've got Bruins-Panthers tomorrow night. So oh, That'll be a good game. Yeah, hopefully hopefully we have some good slates. And when we we'll come have to back, watch
1: that. That'll be the game we'll watch tomorrow night because we haven't seen the Bruins or the Bruins. Panthers play. The, the, the Bruins. Did I say Bruins? Do I have to enunciate? You it you just <laughs> you never pronounce the I in it. Bruins, uh, but Bruins. Whatever. I try to. Is that like a is that like a regional thing? No, it's not. No, Bruins? I don't think so. That you we call it Bruins instead I, of like runes. Like like I would. It's like, not
0: runes. It's ruins. No, no. Like, no, no I said with R okay. U I N. We're we're done with with enunciation. Talk. I'm ruined. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, now that hockey spec will be more lively than we were this summer, and yeah, thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, hit the smash the smash that um, like button, download button, the download, you know. yeah, the yeah. download button. Just, even if you're listening to it on the internet, just hit hit the download button and then delete it, and then
1: just <laughs> oh you no, go back it. to
0: it. Like, if Check you had a, a plane flight like three months from now, you could always go back and and listen. Hold to, us accountable uh, yeah. to uh, all the negative talk about Marco Rossi.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sound good. Well, thanks so much, John. Yeah, we'll, thanks, uh, we'll John. S- we'll s- talk to you next week. We'll see you.